Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Last year, business owners held their collective breath on a court decision which could have meant billions of dollars of back pay to casual employees across Australia. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. In August 2021, the High Court of Australia overturned a ruling from the Federal Court regarding a mine worker who, for many years, was a casual employee. The Federal Court determined that because the minor shifts were regular and predictable, he was not by definition a casual and that he would receive a back pay of entitlements, including annual leave, a significant amount of money to be sure. The consequences of the decision would send shockwaves through businesses across the country. However, the High Court's overruling means that a casual employee remains a casual. Lawyer Paul Cott, principal at Law on Lydiard, says that it's more important than ever to have a written employment contract with all of your staff, permanent and casuals alike. First, a definition. What is casual employment? Paul Cott explains to Chris Ashmore. A casual employee is one where the relationship is based on no firm advanced commitment to ongoing work. So there is no promise and no binding obligation to give another shift beyond the one that casual employee turns up for. When an employee starts with a company, Paul, who decides whether they're casual? Is it the employer or employee or is it something that they both decide together? They do decide together, theoretically. An employment contract now is absolutely critical. It's more important than ever. If there's an employment contract that says they're casual, then that's the end of the story. That's clear that they're going to be a casual. So basically between the parties, sometimes it won't be expressed. Sometimes it won't even be in writing. Sometimes they won't talk about it. They'll just have someone to start working. And more particularly, the employee doesn't give any thought to what the nature of the relationship is. And so they just go along as a casual. So it's determined primarily by the contract and I guess the nature of the relationship if there's no written contract. Those leave entitlements that permanent staff get, like sick leave or holiday pay, they're not available to casuals? So holiday pay and sick leave are not, but to compensate for that, they get casual loading, normally 25% on top of their wage. They are entitled to long service leave, pro rata, and parental leave in some circumstances, but unpaid. But generally, the main question or the main issue revolves around the larger sum of money being annual leave. Casual employees do not get annual leave. Right. But they get uh, carer's leave, compassionate leave? Correct, yeah. Two days of each, unpaid. Mm. So if a sick relative or somebody's sick at home is required to be cared for, that's carer's leave, and compassionate leave is when there's a, a death in the family. So two days per year unpaid. Both of those are entitlements from casuals and permanent staff, of course, as well. And superannuation, do employers need to pay super to casuals? And, and that's a really common myth. A lot of people think they don't, but as long as the employee earns at least 454 per month and they're over the age of 18, then superannuation is required to be paid to casuals at the 10% rate applicable to all employees. Right. Now, if a casual has been working 
consistent and regular hours over a long period, say 12 months, can they demand to be converted to full-time? I mean, that's another bit of a misconception is a long-term casuals, ones who have been there for a number of years, they might even consider themselves to be to become permanent or they might consider themselves to have always been permanent. But it's not an automatic conversion anymore. Something has to happen for it to be converted. So an employee cannot demand conversion. They can request it of the employer, which can be refused on business on reasonable business grounds, which basically means that if the employer believes that there's going to be a downturn of work or reasonably believes that there may be going to be a downturn, then they can refuse that request to conversion on reasonable business grounds. Right. Is there a cap on the number of hours a casual can work in a week? It's the same as permanence. 38 hours per week is the standard rate or standard number of hours, but both permanence and casuals can work reasonable additional overtime on top. Same. What does that mean? What's reasonable? Yeah, well, as lawyers, we love that word reasonable. (laughs) Uh, We put it into nearly every sentence. It's how long is a piece of string as well? Look, it's a case-by-case basis. I mean, there is a line, I suppose. You could say, well, an extra 20 hours a week probably not reasonable. An extra five probably is. Mm. But, and there's shades of grey in the middle, hard to give a definitive number. Yeah, it just depends on the circumstances. Right. I mean, it might be that the casual employee worked no hours last week and 10 hours this week, additional hours, say 48 hours, and that's reasonable because the next week they don't get any shifts. And that might be reasonable, whereas if they're working... 44 hours every week, that may not be reasonable. Well, at the other end of the scale, minimum hours, is there a minimum number of hours an employer must give a casual? It's usually set out in the applicable award or the employment contract, but it varies between two, sometimes three or even four hours. The idea of it, obviously, it's a practical idea that an employee may have to travel an hour from work each way. They can't be expected to do to travel an hour, work for one hour and then go home again. So usually somewhere between two and four hours minimum shifts for a casual. There's a brand new podcast series out now called The History of the Australian Startup Ecosystem. It goes right back to the 70s and examines the evolution of the Aussie startup. Guests include Canva co-founder Cameron Adams, former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, and some of Australia's top VCs. We think you're really going to love it. Follow the history of the Australian startup ecosystem wherever you listen to podcasts, and the link is also in the show notes of this episode. When it comes to terminating the employment of a permanent staff, Paul, there are rules the boss needs to abide by, including giving reasonable notice, depending on their length of service. A casual, though, the boss can just stop giving them shifts. Is that right? Correct. And stopping giving shifts is not termination of employment. It just means that we don't need you now. We may, we don't have to, need you in the future and we'll call you back then. So they can just not give them shifts. If they do go to termination, though, no notice is required for a casual employee, whereas with a permanent staff member being full-time or part-time, the amount of notice depends on the length of service. So, for example, if it's up to 12 months service, one week's notice, up to two years service, two weeks notice and so forth. But with a casual, despite the fact that notice period is a national employment standard 
minimum standard, there is no notice required for a casual. I mean, in a way, it's a bit of a fiction to say a casual is terminated unless the employer wants to create a certainty for both parties and say, we're no longer going to give you any more shifts and you are terminated. Right. What if a business owner wanted to change the status of an employee from permanent to casual? Is that, especially during COVID? Yeah, very, very popular or very common thing at the moment. Is it easy to do? Well, it is easy. And this is a really tricky area because the whole idea about an employment contract, like any contract, is that there's two parties who agree on everything. They're both agreeing on all the terms of the relationship. And so any variation to that contract can only be mutual. But in the employer-employee context, the reality of it is because of the imbalance in bargaining power and often the employee is given work or given employment terms and conditions on a take-it-or-leave-it basis, the employee really doesn't have a choice technically. So technically, to answer the question, it cannot be forced on an employee to be converted backwards, in other words, from permanent to casual. But in reality, if the employer says, well, we've got a downturn, COVID's happening, we have to lay off staff, rather than you losing your job, we're going to just convert you to casual, you may well, or you probably will get quite a significant amount of hours still, so don't stress too much, but we can't have you on full time, we just haven't got enough work, haven't got enough income and volume. So we're going to have to convert you. The employee might say, no, I don't agree with that. And the employee will say, well, you have to. So there's a bit of a fiction. You know, as I said, all those things are the variation of the contract is supposed to be mutual, but in the employment context, it doesn't quite happen like that. So the employee would have to accept it. And look, generally, in most cases or a lot of cases, they will just accept it because it's better than having no job because that's what a lot of people have been facing, obviously. Any final thoughts, Paul, on casual employment? In 2021, there was a lot of legislative change as well as the High Court case, and the High Court and the legislation were consistent with each other in saying no firm events commitment to ongoing work. Previously, there was no written definition of what a casual was. It was just left to the common law or on a case-by-case basis, so there was that lack of certainty. So a lot happened in the casual employment space in 2021. Perhaps nothing will happen again for a while, but while COVID time is going on, who knows? Because there's certainly an increase in casualisation of the workforce, which feeds into that last question of the conversion from permanents to casuals. I'm hearing that's quite common. So with these things that are shifting in the economy, it may well feed through to the legal system, which usually is a step behind, but it catches up eventually. So I think at the moment, there won't be anything legally that would change in relation to casual employees, but we'll have to wait and see. That was Paul Cott, Principal at Law on Lydiard. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more Be Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.